My name is Mitra Manesh. I'm a servant. I serve through teaching, coaching, consulting, or any other way that I can find to share what I know with those who want to know. And this Lights On podcast is one of those ways. It was created with consciousness and mindful living in heart. So join us as we travel through many roads of learning and transformation together. And if you enjoy our podcast, please give us feedback by rating us five star and share us with others if you think they may benefit from it. On behalf of my team, I thank you for your presence. This episode is about how to work with conflict as a leader. I was teaching a class in uh, emotional intelligence and mindfulness uh, in leadership at workplace. Uh, This was a course I was teaching at UCLA. And uh, one of the leaders in the class asked that question and said, uh, what do I do when there's a huge conflict? I talk about how the conflict really comes from a culture that exists within our organizations. And until we become cognizant and aware of uh, how that culture, the culture of competition, culture of me against you and I'm better than you and you can't do it and I can do it, um, until we work with that culture and we bring about a culture of collaboration and cooperation, we really can't resolve that issue Uh, from a deep place. So let's take a listen and see if this can help you in your workplace issues and in your leadership. Uh, Thank you, Sharon, for your question. Um, Actually, when we have some kind of a culture, and I don't know what your position was um, in relation to these two people, when we have or we are creating a culture that allows for... um, all personalities and characters to be there. First of all, when we say they are dominant, all these tests that have come out, they basically are saying what is their programmed self. Because as we know, uh, there's been uh, some scientifically uh, driven research that shows as far as our brain function is concerned, it's not like we are born with something. In fact, only uh, 8% of uh, hundred. 1,400 people that were tested um, showed that they are dominantly right brain or left brain, which is really what we're talking about, uh, if you want to talk about the science of it. But it's a learned experience. It's a learned way of being. And when we understand that, anything that I have learned, I can unlearn or relearn. And that's the important aspect of leaders knowing this about their team and allocating tasks that are good for them for their expansion, but not just speaking to their um, strengths. So we're talking about two things. What is my strength? I'm, you know, you, I might be the strong uh, sort of um, left brain kind of person in your organization. But then what is my weakness is that I probably don't connect to people very well. I, I want to everybody to listen to me and I'm very logical. I don't connect to their heart and their emotions, or maybe I'm not aware of my own emotions and how I am reacting 
in in uh, any work setting. So the question is, what is your position? Can you do something about it? And I assume that you could, and there is something you can do. My suggestion would be to actually get these two people, which is completely against the logic, work together on something and allow them to completely balance each other. I've done this work with a company that really (laughs) was not agreeing with what my suggestion. And I said, give me a month and see how that works. And I put people who are completely different and that they had done those days. We had Myers-Briggs characters and, and we all had our, you know, they had identified where the weaknesses and, and strengths were. And that was a very interesting dynamic. And they, we put them in the team and we said, we do not care who has done it. We want outcome. And you cannot bring your uh, complaints to us. You need to sort it out yourself. And the report had to include the, each one of them reporting on what the other person did that contributed to the presentation or whatever was done better or well. And basically you're asking people to become adults because when we take too much of a charge, and I'm not talking about extreme cases when people are being illegal or they are doing major damage. I'm talking about everyday garden variety of people who just have learned not to work well with each other because they're saying my way or no way or highway. So that really worked and 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 I saw results for that. The other thing I did and and I and I just want to mention that that in a meeting that we had which was basically a training I was doing, I got usually what happens in the human brain, I say something good about myself, you get upset, react to it and start judging me in your head. And I switched that. And I said everybody in this table says something truly authentic something positive. It could be that Mitra makes the best, I don't know, tea in the office, but it it had to be something that is authentic. Go and find something positive you can say about this person. And the person themselves were supposed to say some weakness that they have. So you would say, Mitra makes wonderful tea. And I would say, I'm not very good at communicating details. And that dynamic, that exercise really was I I'm very rarely use this word, but it was almost magical because what I was doing, not that I was scientifically aware 25 years ago, but I was doing that the switching instead of you judging me, you're looking, your mind is looking for something good to say about me. And instead of me saying how wonderful I am, I'm looking for where is my weakness in a kind way? Where is it that I can get better? So exercises like that or projects like that are very helpful. And I have seen the result. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.